10-3 is brought to you by Odyssey Golf. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. And with every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. It's been nearly two weeks since Kevin O'Leary's boat was involved in a fatal collision on Lake Joseph in Ontario's cottage country. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. We look at what happened, where the investigation is at, and why there is so much interest in the case. Don't forget, if you haven't already done so, please take a moment to fill out the survey in this episode's show notes. Brad Hunter is a crime columnist with the Toronto Sun. So Brad, in late August, well-known TV personality Kevin O'Leary, best known from Dragon's Den and Shark Tank, also known as a former leadership candidate for the Federal Conservative Party, was involved in a fatal boat crash north of Toronto. What can you tell me about what happened back on the 24th of August? Well, apparently, I mean, from what we know, and and information has been coming out in dribbles and drabs, but uh, what we know is that uh, on that evening at about 11.30 at night, Kevin O'Leary's wake boat, they're not even saying who hit who, but uh, and another boat collided uh, at about 11.30 at night, just following uh, some fireworks over Lake Joseph in Muskoka. Now, Lake Joseph is a playground of uh, Canada and Bay Street's rich and famous with emphasis on rich. So what we understand at this time is, is that I think that they were both the, the boat with, you know, 12 people in it, in which two people died. They were just out for a cruise, checking out the fireworks and, and, and may have been stationary at the time. There's been conflicting stories about where O'Leary and his wife, uh, Linda O'Leary, were, were coming from, some say friends. We also have a, you know, a source that told us that they were coming from the uh, Lake Joseph Club, which is a, a posh deal. And uh, the people at the Lake Joseph Club uh, sniffed to us that we don't uh, tend to comment on uh, those sorts of things. So after this crash, and after people started getting wind of the crash, how did Kevin O'Leary respond? Well, I think he he tried to uh, get ahead of the story because nobody else was talking, of course. Uh, his spokesperson put out a release, you know, I, at his behest that, uh, you know, this was a terrible thing. Oh, and by the way, the other boat fled and uh, they didn't have any navigational lights on. Now, the problem is, is the police... And the other uh, people on the other boat have, have not been heard from uh, yet. The other witnesses and the, the police are keeping tight-lipped. Now, the OPPs noted in these uh, parts for their uh, secretive nature, but this is one instance where it's you know justifiable. When Kevin O'Leary says, well, they left the scene, I get the sense it's not like a car crash where you wait for police to come and take measurements and stuff. If you have people injured... At late at night on a lake, it might make sense for both parties to leave the scene to go and try and get help, right? 
Well, exactly. And in his, but in his re- release, uh, he didn't use the, the words leave the scene or left the scene. He used the word fled the scene, which I'm, I'm certain that uh, either a legal eagle or a, uh, or a flack helped him uh, put that mm-hmm. together because you know, that's a specific word. I leave the bar. You think Brad gets up, puts his beard down and goes, whereas Brad fled the bar He's running to uh, Brad hasn't know, paid his tab. Uh, do, a dine, <laughs> do a dine and dash. Exactly. So we have one boat hitting another boat on Lake Joseph late at night in the dark. Two people on a boat that had 12 people on it died. What do we know about the victims so far? The one victim, the, the, the gentleman who, who died, he died instantly. He was a retired uh, accountant and father of two named Gary Poltash. He's 64 years old and, uh, had, uh, you know, been living in Florida the last number of years. And he was friends with the owner of the other boat, which we believe, uh, is a gentleman named Dr. Irv Edwards, who owns a number of clinics in California. And, uh, yeah, so, and Mr. Poltash sadly uh, died suddenly. He had uh, two grown children. Closer to home, Susanna Brito, uh, 48, from uh, Uxbridge, which is uh, outside Toronto, she uh, suffered massive injuries, and they uh, just uh, kept uh, kept her alive until her organs could be donated. And, and she, she died uh, uh, two days later in hospital. Who was driving O'Leary's boat? Was Kevin O'Leary behind the wheel or was someone else driving? Well, Kevin O'Leary's spokesperson has uh, said, uh, or his team or whatever, said that uh, it was Kevin O'Leary's wife, Linda, who was driving the boat and that she had taken a a drug and uh, alcohol test uh, following the incident. Now, the OPP has not said that. Now, what would the police investigation be looking at? Would it be similar to that of a car crash? They'd be looking at who was at fault, were lights on, who, like, I don't know what the right of way would be on a lake at 1130 at night, uh, drug and alcohol intoxication. What what do you suppose police are looking at here? Well, for starters, you don't, yeah, if the two boats bumped, everybody goes home, they exchange insurance papers or whatever, they just bump, that's all that happens. Somebody... And one of those boats, and you know, there are suspicions whose boat was going extremely fast. The cops are going to look at uh, the computers on both boats and the injuries and a number of other factors, and that will tell them, you know, who was seated where, mm-hmm. uh, and they'll, they'll be able to tell by the injuries and whatnot and the speed at which each of the boats was going. But because it happened on water. It's like significantly more complicated than doing a car crash. You know, as one guy told me, it's, you know, it's a physics thing, but, you know, I always failed physics, so I can't really completely uh, be clear about it, but it's, it's, it's very difficult and complicated. And it may be weeks or months before we actually uh, know the truth of uh, what happened. Now, The police aren't saying a lot. Kevin O'Leary came out and made a statement, but I get the sense now that uh, he, through his lawyers, is saying less to the media. Have we heard it all from the victims' families in this? And If so, what are they saying? Very little, just OTR. Uh, they're off the record. They're, they're, They're looking for answers. They, they're contradicting the, the narrative put forth by Kevin O'Leary. 
but you know they're they're not willing to talk. You know they're being sensible about things, and the OPP don't generally, and most police forces don't release a whole lot about fatal accidents until uh, until it's all said and done when they're ready to press charges. You know O'Leary seems to be going on his merry way as if nothing happened. He's uh, on a, a road show right now of pitching his road to riches in uh, suburban Detroit and uh, New Jersey. And then he's going to Guam, I think, next week as, as part of that. Now, what what has happened? It's been almost two weeks since this uh, accident happened, since this collision happened on Lake Joseph. What has gone on since you know the names came out since Kevin O'Leary's initial statement? Where are things at right now? It's very murky. I mean, it's it's just uh, that's a problem when police are secretive, which in this case they're not really being secretive. This is standard operating procedure. But you know, the the rumors are rife. A lot of uh, people have told us that they heard or someone told them that it was O'Leary driving the boat. And that seems to be the the guiding sentiment in Muskoka right now. But you know, we have no proof of that. It could be completely wrong. There's a million loose threads to this, and because he is a celebrity, the story has gained significant uh, traction. And the other aspect is, is that he's a, a polarizing celebrity as well. And uh, you know, as I was once uh, told years ago, is the joy of every man to see the mighty made common. As O'Leary gotten legal representation i imagine someone like him he has kind of like standard counsel on retainer but has he sought out legal counsel in relation to this specifically well the new york post reported on uh, on tuesday morning that uh, the uh, o'leary had engaged uh, famed canadian criminal lawyer brian greenspan now we had uh, we made a number of efforts to get hold of uh, Mr. Greenspan and and didn't and we're told that he would get back to us. He never got back to us, and no one's come running down from the twelfth floor saying, you know, get this sorted out right now because you know your story is wrong. You know, Brian Greenspan would be the go-to guy if you've got money in this country, and and you might you know be looking at some kind of legal trouble. Thanks very much for your time, Brad. Care, Dave. Stay out of trouble. Ten Three is produced by Carson Jarama. Additional production from Craig Robertson. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Brad Hunter. More from him at torontosun.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.